from the world of sports to the world of pop culture and beyond, it's Step 1, Learn Sports. Now, your hosts, Brittany Wench and Avery Harder. Welcome. This is Step 1, Learn Sports. I'm Brittany. I'm Avery. We got producer Arby in the house, Brett Bryan, Titans Radio. We recognize that there's an audience out there. Maybe you're a business or a working woman finding herself at a table of potential clients that are talking sports and you just don't know how to jump in or you're watching the NBA finals because your friends have it on and you didn't even know that we were still playing basketball. Yeah, that happens. I mean, you can be at the bar and you think it's a replay. It's not. No, this podcast is for you. This is for you. We have a great episode today. Uh, We're going to kick you off with the 60-second skinny, which is six sports stories in 60 seconds. Our big topic of today is the emotion of sports. Is it more difficult or more emotional to be a fan of a losing team? Or is it more emotional to be a fan of a winning team? Before we get into that, we have to set it up and talk about why people get emotional about sports in the first place. And then we're going to wrap it up with no dumb questions. Love me some questions. All right, 60-second skinny. Number one, Kevin Durant made his final series appearance in Game 5 Tuesday night against the Raptors. However, he didn't make it very long when he went down grabbing the right lower calf. MRI has since revealed that he ruptured his Achilles tendon and has already had surgery to repair it. I despise watching injury replays and somebody made me watch this replay and you can literally see his calf ripple because your Achilles tendon attaches your calf muscle to your heel and Mm -hmm. when when that ruptures, it just rolls up like a scroll. Mm -hmm. Professional hockey season ended last night with the St. Louis Blues taking home the first ever Stanley Cup with a win over the Boston Bruins in Game 7. They've made appearances before, but they have never won. And they're in the same division with the Blackhawks, and they are big rivals. Blackhawks are I'm not a big Blues fan. Former Red Sox standout David Ortiz was shot in the back while on vacation in the Dominican Republic on Sunday. He's now back in Boston recovering after the Red Sox organization chartered him a plane to get him back to Boston to be with the team doctors to help him recover. All right, that's a very casual thing to say that somebody was just shot. How did that happen? Watch the video. Unfortunately, it is out on the internet, but this was like a a hired hitman. That came to try and kill him? Yes. News are reporting that it was an $8,000 payout to kill him. He's from the Dominican originally. Oh. So he was there. He spends a lot of time there. It isn't weird for him to be out at a club on a night, and the video just shows someone walking casually up to him in the back and puts it in the back and shoots him. Good gracious. Yes. Freshman standout Kamara Rocker with Vanderbilt Baseball pitched a no-hitter to beat Duke on Saturday night and set them up to win the series on Sunday, and they're headed to the College World Series in Omaha. So in case you're like his mom, there was this really sweet article in the Tennessean that his mom, what her reaction was after he pitched a no-hitter, yeah. and she was like, I didn't even know what a no-hitter was. <laughs> I know. So in case I anybody doesn't know what a no-hitter is, um, it's basically, not basically, it's where the pitcher doesn't yield any hits to the opposing team. So the yeah. opposing team doesn't get any hits from the pitcher. Yeah. They can get a hit, but if it's caught by the team, doesn't count as a hit. Yeah. Brazilian women's national team superstar Marta becomes the first player, woman or man, to score five consecutive World Cups. So this is soccer. Yes. Her name is Marta. Like Beyonce. Like Beyonce. Just one word. Just Marta. Or Mm -hmm. Ellen. Or Madonna. All out there. Superstar women. Speaking of superstar women. Yes. The women's national team, United States, 
opened up the World Cup with a 13 to nothing win over Thailand with Alex Morgan scoring five goals herself. So to put this in perspective, the men's team has scored 13 goals in the last 379 days. The women scored 13 in one game. Let's talk about that wage gap there. So do you think Thailand is really that bad or are we just really that good? Uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> I loved your tweet that you sent to us, um, tweeted out by Big Cat Country. Uh, 13 to 0, says the tweet. Uh-huh. 13 to 0. The U.S. women's national team, 13 points, would have beaten the Jags six times this year, plus tied them once. Avery, your thoughts? My thoughts are, <laughs> uh, we're a defensive team. As long as we stop the other teams from scoring 14 points, then we're okay. Yeah. But uh, they also would have beat the Titans six times. So don't act like we're not the same team in different colors. Let's get into the meat of this episode. The emotion of being a fan of a sports team. Mm-hmm. The reason that people are sports fans in the first place, sports ties people together. It gives them reasons to bond, right? Yes. So I'm from Arkansas originally. There's no professional teams there. It is just the Razorbacks. You go into Walmart. Obviously, in Arkansas, they're everywhere. Razorback red everywhere you go. Saturday during football season, you're not out. You're watching the game with everyone you've ever known. It's the one thing that everyone can agree on is go hogs within the four borders of the United or the United, of the United within States. The United <laughs> the States of Arkansas. Everybody is a Razorback No, fan. within the state, there's no professional thing. There's no other rival college besides Arkansas State, which isn't even a rival because there's not the same conference. It's not comparable. And that's what I love so much about a state like that and college sports in general. Right. So in that area, that would for sure be like a macro level. So you've got, even if you don't know the person and they're wearing like a hogs. You say whoopig. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, it it bonds people together. And then even so within your family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like those conversations. I mean, obviously you've got other topics that you guys can talk about. No, no, nothing other than that. That is strictly football. Okay. Sometimes my mom is from Baton Rouge, so she tries to act like she's a uh, LSU fan and even like a Saints fan. But she also wears Razorback colors. She also wears Florida Gator colors from when we moved to Jacksonville. And let's just say she hops around. She has no loyalty. So we love sports for the bonds that it creates between you and other people. We love sports because it's, let's be honest, it's aesthetically pleasing to watch someone with such finesse. Like, oh, yeah. Like in the Olympics, it's amazing to watch. Um, What's the swimmer's name? Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. It is so aesthetically pleasing to watch him just fly and like cut through the water. I, during the Olympics, I am a super fan of the United States. It could be shuttling or whatever that's called. Uh, shuffleboard, oh. but not shuffleboard. Yeah. Um, the Canadians play it. Clearly, we love it that much. Curling. 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 Thank you, RB. Curling, yes. Die hard. We'll stay up until 4 a.m. if they are playing in Russia to watch the United States play. Because, like you said, it unites the whole country. We don't agree on much, but we agree that we support our country in the Olympics. Uh, The Olympics brings us into another reason why people love sports so much. It is so much fun to watch greatness at the same time, like in the same breath. People love to sit around on their couches, Mm -hmm. throw parties, Super Bowl parties, and watch other people compete at something. I mean, think back to the times of like the Roman Empire. Did you ever see Gladiator? I haven't. It made me feel inadequate just watching some previews. So I didn't want to set myself up for that. It was more like a self-care situation. Right. But you have studied like the Roman times, right? Where people yes, would sit I around like that. I've they, been to Rome. Yeah, okay. Well, for those of us who haven't been out of the country like yeah, myself. Well, underprivileged. Yeah. You said it. <laughs> um, p- 
people just love to sit around and watch other people compete at things. Yes. Even to the death. Even to the death. But I'm telling you, any game that any of my teams are playing, I'm canceling my plans for the day, and they have me, my full attention, for three to four hours, depending on how long the game is going. I watch the pre-show, post-show, following it on Twitter the whole time, because Twitter is like the sports world. Oh, yeah, the gossip. online. The like, gossip of it is yes. so fun. And what people do with the outcome of a game or the player in the game or something that's happening during the game and then take it and turn it into something comical on Twitter. Yes. I mean, so just topical for this week, and obviously back to the Jags because they're my one true love. Uh, Jalen Ramsey got told he's not getting a contract extension this week or this year, which is not out of the question. I mean, he's still in his contract. He still has two more years in it. He doesn't need it right now. But now he's turning it into comical because he's tweeting saying that he's going to ask for so much money, they're going to have to put him on layaway. And all the other players are just diving into it, cracking up, telling him to give him the bag, like give him whatever he wants. But it's like how I feel when I watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Like, I have got to follow along on Twitter. Oh, yeah. If I'm not watching reality Steve's live tweets, I'm not watching the show. Right, like, right. I have TV in front of me, laptop in my lap, because that's where it goes, phone in right hand, popcorn and wine in left hand. So Avery's one of those people that we wonder, how in the world are you that invested into this game? I'm invested into every. I'm telling you, sports and pop culture, anything, I live stream the e-news live red carpet for any award show whether i watch the award show or not i'm watching the red carpet i wake up every saturday morning 8 a.m college game day i want lee corso to be my grandpa so if he's looking to adopt i do have a grandpa but i would be open to more okay yes we'll contact the adoption agencies i just love it because it's it's a personal aspect too like that's why people love sports talk radios because mm-hmm. they feel like they're their friends. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Kirk Herb Street's my friend, whether he thinks so too. Whether he knows it maybe or not. not. I mean, yeah. we only live 30 minutes away from each other, even though I'm not supposed to know where he lives. But it just says what it is. You we'll, know? we'll beep that out, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> so, so there it is in a nutshell. There's so many reasons why people love sports. It's fun to watch greatness. It's aesthetically pleasing to watch people who are like the 0.001% top of their sport, of their craft. It bonds you to other people. There's a lot of gossip around sports. There's high drama behind the scenes, on the court, on the field. Everything will, these things are remembered forever, these moments in sports. I mean, oh, they don't yeah. make 30 for 30s for no reason. They don't make documentaries on on great sports moments. Just, you know, it, to hear people tell these stories about where they were, when yeah. Michael Jordan played the flu game, like, you just, you it, never forget things like that. It's not one and done. Like, it's... Yes, there's a lot of sports going on at all times, but they are all ingrained in one, if not a whole fan base's memories. They know where they were, who they were with, and what happened on a certain specific day in their fan base. So there it is in a nutshell about why people are so drawn to sports. So there's where the emotion is created. Mm -hmm. So our question for the day has kind of been a little bit of, so you're a fan and you've got your teams. Avery and I have both kind of experienced what it's like to be a fan of a winning team. Well, I don't know if Avery's ever um, really been a fan <laughs> of a winning team. Yeah, I'm uh, unclear if that's ever going to be a possibility for so, me. So we want to know what is higher emotion, higher risk, higher investment. What's a bigger high? What's a bigger reaction? Being a fan of a losing team or being a fan of a winning team, Avery? What's your opinion? I have to say higher emotion is probably 
winning team, but I think it's more fun to be a fan of a losing team. Okay, why do you say that? I'm interested. I'm interested. Fun to lose. You think it's, it's fun to lose? It's not fun to lose, but it's way more fun to lose if you're a losing team than it is to lose if you're a winning team. If the Patriots lose, those fans are pissed. They're burning the town down. You cannot leave Boston without them, the other team losing. Boston always wins. But the Jaguars, so just another loss. If we win, we burn the town down. We're excited. <laughs> Jacksonville, when we were at the AFC Championship game two years ago, I like had tears in my eyes just watching it. I was at Double Dogs downtown with my roommate Sam. We're both diehard Jaguar fans. We were prepared to buy Super Bowl tickets that day. And that's never been a realistic conversation for us. And I I never how do teams go through that every game? Like Alabama, if you don't win, you're off the team. Like for real. They will cut you if you're not <laughs> Nick Saban will cut you physically and off the team. So are you talking about as a player or as a fan? Both. Oh, you're kind of talking about it in in both terms. Yes. Like being a fan, so I dated this guy. Oh, do tell. Yeah. And he was an Alabama fan. And he said that it's not even fun anymore to be a fan because if they don't blow out another team, it's not fun. But if they lose, it's not fun. Like, they're expected to blow out everyone from, like, University of Alabama, Birmingham, and Clemson, which, you know, Clemson blew them out. We were all there because Drake expressed he was an Alabama fan that day before. But that's why I think that the stakes are so high when you're a fan of a winning team because you have to constantly defend your winning title or your winning reputation. Like, the stakes are so high. It's like you walk into every game and go, like, we could lose this at any second. Like, obviously, you want to be confident, but, like, you're the fan, so you're just, like, sitting there saying, I can't really do much else other than wear the same jersey that I wear every single game or the same socks that I wear every single game. Lucky, lucky superstitions. Yeah, so I feel like your emotions are higher when you're a fan of a winning team because I think it's harder to maintain that that reputation and Mm -hmm. that record than it is to work up to it. I don't know. I mean, we saw the Browns went like a whole season with no wins. And last year they had six wins. Yeah, but like how? And Browns are America's team right now. Yeah, but now it's because they're anticipated to be winning. I just think, I think it would be a bigger deal if the Patriots started losing and became really bad than it would for the Cleveland Browns to all of a sudden be good. See, one would think that, but. Or as a fan, as a fan, I feel like. New England would have a, a bigger deal, a bigger issue with it, and they'd be more torn up. I could agree with that. But, like, the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup last night. Mm. They were in worst, last place, worst place mm. in January. Mm. And they just won the Stanley Cup, beating Boston. Yeah. So nothing sweeter than winning. Like, Yeah. But I'd rather lose as a losing team than lose as a winning team. Lose as a losing team. Yeah, like if the Jags lose a game, I'm like, all right, well. Yeah, that's why it's so much harder. Continue about my Sunday. Yeah, but that's why it's so much harder to be a fan of a winning team for that point right there. Harder, yes, but more fun, I'm still holding on. I also think that. if the Patriots lose, if the Patriots are playing on Sunday, 1 o'clock kickoff Eastern time, and they lose, those Boston fans are going to not know what to do with themselves the rest of the day. If the Jags lose at 1 o'clock, we're hitting Publix. We're going to the beach. We're carrying on about our day. If we win, we're doing the same thing. Let's take the Chicago Blackhawks, for example. Back in 2010, 2011, when they were on their Stanley Cup run. Um, I can't tell you how many bandwagon fans came out of the woodwork. When you're winning, Mm 
Yeah. People want to be a part of it. It's exciting. It's fun. There's nothing that's like a greater feeling than winning. I yeah. mean, I had some somebody text I me. I asked it. I asked it. <laughs> Grammar <laughs> lessons from Brittany Winch. I asked some of my friends what, you know, what did you guys think? And I had a friend send me back and he said, I hate losing more than I enjoy winning. And I was like, I get that, but I really love winning. Like there are people that do crazy, crazy things when they win. For example, you and I both know there's a coworker of ours that says when UT wins the national championship, he's going to get a tattoo of a giant T on his thigh. Believe me, I had texted my tattoo artist in Jacksonville. We were about to win the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl even. I had it planned out i knew what i was getting me and a group of my friends were all getting the jaguar i would do the same thing for the razorbacks because the razorbacks were in the college world series last year they were in the finals a series of three they won the first one other team won the second one we were about to win the game pop-up fly in between first and second base and just like the hogs do they'd miscommunicate and drop the ball and colorado state won but as an Arkansas fan, I have no expectations to win. Like, sure, you messed up. But you're the Razorbacks. If you don't mess up, you're not doing something right. See, and, and here's uh, here's another thought that I have. I think Bill Belichick still wakes up every day and goes, I'm a six-time Super Bowl champion with uh, the New England Patriots. And this is why I think he feels that way. We have a clip of the purest bliss I have ever heard. He has won this thing six times. So, I mean, he's a coach and he's I, I, he's probably a fan of his team, I would assume. I don't think he cheers for any other team. but He does have a house in Nashville. But there is nothing more emotional than his reaction to winning the Super Bowl with the Patriots for the sixth time. Tom Brady takes the snap, drops to the knee, and the Patriots have won their sixth Super Bowl title. We're champions! <laughs> We're champions, man! We're champions! <laughs> All right! Here we go, champ! We're champs! <laughs> Woo-hoo! I think he still wakes up every day and says that same exact. I don't know. I don't buy it. What? I don't buy it. (laughs) Him, Saban, Taylor Swift. Don't buy it. Uh, Taylor Swift. She manifested. She (laughs) manifested the women's national team score because she tweeted. This was right before kickoff. uh, The game was two days ago. And she said, good luck, women's national team. You show them that we deserve like an equal pay wage, which we do. And then they scored 13 points, which in case you're, you know, keeping track, that's her lucky number. I believe this was an inside job by Taylor Swift. Yeah, and if you're also keeping track, she has a new single out tonight, new album on 823 called Lover, uh, pre-order. Send me royalties, Taylor. I'm uh, pretty excited about this new album. Obviously, we all knew it was coming, but... Yes, but it had been a very long time since the last song came out that now it was just getting frustrating waiting on it. Like, like, Taylor... And the women's national team are the two people that I always want to win. Oh, yes. Anyone else, if they lose, I'll get over it. The women's national team loses, 
I don't really like that. Okay, well, there's another example. Taylor Swift always wins. Is it easier to be a Taylor Swift fan who always wins? No, it's hard to be a Taylor or Swift fan. Or somebody I like... I constantly defend her. Somebody like... Um, you know, I feel like Miranda Lambert wins a lot whenever it comes to like the country music awards. Yeah, but I feel like she loses a lot to the country music community due to her divorce. I think Blake won the community. She might have won the awards, but I think Blake won the Nashville community. Mm, but when it comes to the awards, I think that Carrie Underwood always gets snuffed when it comes to winning like female vocalist of the year. Because I think, I mean, Carrie Underwood, I, in my opinion, has the one of the most amazing voices of all time. Her, I agree with Celine that. Dion, Beyonce, Whitney Houston. Oh man, Alicia Keys. Mm, I saw Alicia Keys live once and loved it because I wasn't like a huge fan prior to seeing her. Wouldn't call but she did. A stan. Yeah, I wouldn't call myself a stan. But she was, um, she did a Crossroads with Maren Morris. Wow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't know about that. The talent that she has, like, she stopped the entire production at one time. Because you film it, it's a TV show for CMT. And she stopped the entire production at one time. She was playing two pianos. Mm -hmm. And she stopped everyone. She's like, oh, hold up one second. Like, you start here with this beat. And then you come in with this. And then you go there. And then, okay, all right, now, Marin, all right, now you go. And, it like, the way that she could hear things, I am a fan of her as an artist. Her musicality. Yeah, her musicality. But, like, voice, vocal range... Carrie Underwood is definitely in my top five. What about Adele? Oh, I mean, okay, so top five. If we were to really do a top five in no no particular order, uh, Beyonce, Mm -hmm. Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, Carrie Underwood, Christina Aguilera. Oh, I do forget about Christina. Yeah, Christina's voice. Christina got it going on. Christina's voice is... Christina was the better vocalist. Britney Spears was the better dancer. Yeah, a better entertainer. And Adele has been spotted out, you know, hitting the jewel. So it might might Ooh. take her lungs down a bit. A bit. Right. And, I hear you're not supposed to do that. Her and Jennifer Lawrence um, were just spotted at a bar in New York rapping Nicki Minaj. Which, if oh, I, I can say that, if I could put myself in anyone's positions right now, it would have been next to them. That's a good point. Do they need a security guard? I can protect them. I want to wrap up my argument mm-hmm. on why it is harder, or not harder, excuse my language. It That's is not harder. So every time it, you say it, I just think about it. It is more emotional and better to be a fan of a winning team than it is of a losing team mm-hmm. because positivity, the, the pure bliss that you feel after a win is stronger than the emotion of sadness that you feel after losing. Cause you'll, you'll heal from that and you'll move on. But like that glow of winning is stronger and insurmountable. And they say it in monsters, Inc. <laughs> Great job, Mikey. You filled your quota on the first kid of the day. Not bad, huh? You know, only somebody with perfect comedic timing could produce this much energy in one shot. Uh-huh. And the fact that laughter is 10 times more powerful than scream had nothing to do with it. <clears throat> Ten times more powerful than Scream. I'm not saying I don't laugh when my teams lose. It's almost (laughs) comedic how often and how badly they lose. They're not always getting, they're not always the worst team on the field. Oftentimes they beat themselves. And at that point, you just have to laugh at it. But I just had another argument and I forgot it. Well, it must not have been a good one. (laughs) Clearly it would have walked me into it. All right. It is time for No Dumb Questions. 
We've all been there. Trust us. There is no such thing as a dumb question. The only one that is a bad question is the one that you don't ask. You can always tweet at us. Hashtag no dumb questions. Direct message us. I just had my cousin text me today and she was like, I keep trying to think of questions I want to ask you. So if you want to text us, you go right ahead. We will answer them right here for you. We don't ever want anyone we'll to feel. put Brittany's number up on the oh, Twitter. Oh yeah, I'll put out my digits up there. All right, our question comes from Therese in Texas. If the Women's World Cup is going on now, Avery, this is to you. If the Women's World Cup is going on now, is the Men's World Cup happening soon? I don't hear anyone talking about their games. Well, first of all, Therese from Texas is great alliteration. Yeah. So her mom was thinking about that when they knew where they were living and naming her. But... Yes, the Women's World Cup is going on now. It's going until July 9th in France. But they never happen in the same year. They are four years apart. So the Women's World Cup is happening now. And then in two years, we have the Olympics, the Summer Olympics. Two years after that, we'll have the Men's World Cup. Two years after that, the Olympics again. And then two years after that, the Women's World Cup. Do you like the Winter Olympics more or the Summer Olympics? This is not from a listener. This is from me. I think that I like the Summer Olympics more. I really like the swimming yeah, and the gymnastics. And if anyone wants to, you know, make a GoFundMe for me, I really want to go to Tokyo next year. All right. Well, maybe we'll start a GoFundMe page now. Ooh, thanks. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of Step One Learn Sports. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts because we have new episodes that come out every other Thursday. That's right. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and 104.5 The Zone website where you can find all of our past episodes and our new ones. Thank you, uh, Rhett, Brian, Arby, always with us. Follow us on Twitter at S1LS Podcast. And don't forget to send us your hashtag no dumb questions. Thank you, guys. See you next time.